Elizabeth. And yes, Antonio. Welcome to our latest episode of Intelligence on the Rocks. Hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Thanks. Hi, Antonio. Hi, Elizabeth. What are we doing today here? Well, this is actually our first uh, podcast um, event, our first podcast take. Okay, sounds something like it sounds like a good idea. All right, well, basically, my name's Elizabeth. I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Antonio. I'm an alcoholic. My sobriety date is January the 9th, 2017. And my date is April 28, 2022. Excellent. And we are doing a podcast because we feel like there's a real need for people who are struggling with alcohol or addiction and even like their families to hear from some real life alcoholics. Um, not candy coated. It's not, we're not going to take you through guided meditations and stuff like that. We're going to tell you what it was like to be an alcoholic, what it's still like, even once you remove the alcohol and hopefully make some connections. Right. And also, you know, the first step I think is to understand and believe that yes, we are alcoholics and that you are an alcoholic. So that is our first step to keep moving and uh, hopefully uh, keep, keep uh, ourselves and yourself alive. Right. And when, when, when he's saying, you know, the first thing, right, is what he's saying. And yes, like, I am a huge alcoholic. I am like the biggest alcoholic that I think I've ever known. Well, I would disagree. Really? Because I am a professional drinker. I don't know. I drank for so much longer than you, though. But I made it in very smart way. I was very intelligent. Well, way I was I very intelligent. I'm still intelligent. Yeah, and that's why we should name this podcast something like that, right? I mean, I think so. All right. So I, I think, think we are. We are. found a name. But the point is, is mm -hmm. why would both of us, who are really well-educated, smart people who have access to, you know, mental health care and such, why would we succumb to alcohol like that? Because alcohol is your best friend. Alcohol is going to tell you the truth all the time and it's going to guide you through the path of good. That's why. Always, it will never lie to you and it's the best thing that you can have all the time or you can do. That's what we thought. That's what uh, this uh, thing does to your body and to our mind. Completely transforms who we are, who we believe, and the possibilities that uh, may be truncated because uh, it's not what we thought it was. Until I mean, right. It happens, right? Well, I mean, I guess so. You know, my first experience um, with the power of alcohol was actually when I was in middle school. And I was like a chubby kid. My parents were, you know, my dad had lost his job. We were going through a lot at home. There was a lot of body shaming. Um, my mom, um, you know, monitoring what I ate. I really didn't have a lot of control over my life. And I had a big, huge glass of wild turkey at a dance party. And my life was just transformed, basically. I was the center of attention. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I, I mine I started when I was 13. I, uh, it was a friend of mine, and uh, we was there to see who can take a bottle of liquor from, uh, from 
our home and then go out uh, to a park and see what happens. And <laughs> well, we very well know what happened, but uh, it turns out that my friends that f- uh, find us, you know, we are in a playground. Uh, two 13-year-old kids uh, already just have the bottle. And I think on his wisdom, this person make us finish the bottle. I don't know what he was thinking. But right. yeah. I mean, alcohol poisoning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we felt terrible for that was Friday, you know, by Monday. I think that it was cure. And then at that point I said, well, I'm not going to touch again. But what I said, what I meant probably, I'm not going to touch that brand again. Right. That's probably because then I did not drink heavily until I was uh, my first year of high school and we will start drinking Thursdays and we will have sober Tuesdays and Wednesdays but well see that's what is different so maybe you Mm -hmm. did drink longer than I did because I wasn't a big drinker in high school Um, I mean when when we would get alcohol we would um, pretend to be because we were in theater so we would like dress older and go in and use like British accents but right but of course I'm sure the gas station guy knew but he would still sell to us as long as we weren't in our St. Agnes uniforms so we had like Strawberry Hill and Mad Dog 2020 and yeah one time I stole some triple sec from my parents Mm. bar didn't Mm. even know that that's not the good stuff to steal right yeah 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 it's it is uh Wild because we it was natural or normal. That's that's the word the word that uh, we use. It's normal. We we do it. Everybody does it. Our friends. Right. It's just normal. But it wasn't. My reaction to the alcohol was not normal at all. Um, my friends would get silly. I would get sad. My friends would, you know, lose their inhibitions and dance. I would get angry. Um, it was all these emotions that I was pushing away and down um, would just come to the surface. And, and, you know, even in high school, I had friends, get your hands off me, Lizzie. Don't do that, Lizzie. And I would just, you know, I remember holding one of my friends against the bathroom wall saying, I am fine. Stop. Stop saying there's something wrong with me, you know. And then the things that I would allow to happen to me. Um, while I was drinking were pretty ridiculous. The thing is that we consider that normal, again, as you said, but there was no no end to that. There was a time that we went out on a trip that we got into the plane and came back from whatever trip we went, and we went in drunk and came back drunk. And it was an awesome trip, and we were just laughing about it, but it was, where were we? I, it was just absolutely craziness at that at that time. I have a different experience than yours. On my personality is very mellow, no aggression. Right, but you're also like a man mm-hmm. from like a Latin country. Is it Latin or Latino country? It, it doesn't matter. Well, it's I mean, Spanish. So. Okay, but Spanish <laughs> does Spanish come from Latin? Yes. Does it? Yes. Veritas. Veritas. Yes. Oh, all right yes, then. Yes. That's pretty neat. Yeah, it is. Where the hell did English come from? Uh, not well, Spanish. Yeah, definitely not. Which we, came first? Uh, Spanish. Spanish came before? No. English? Well, we, we can make a podcast about that. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, 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 we don't have to. But the yeah. point is, is uh, we're two very different people. Um, and 
with a very identical problem. Right. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. Alcohol, you anybody can become addicted to alcohol, whether or not you're a little librarian um, or, you know, the world's renowned chess player. Right. Right. So, you know, in order to keep this uh, thing interesting, let's talk about uh, how do we knew that there is something wrong. It's basically how we know that we have hit. Oh, rock bottom? Yes. I mean, my rock bottom is, is very, very similar to your rock bottom. But I will say before that even occurred, there were people throughout my life that told me... Um, you have a problem with this. So, I mean, I always knew. I don't think that we have discussed my rock bottom yet. Oh, I'm pretty sure I do. Where? Um, Well, I mean, something about a dog bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That was on a previous recording. No. Yes. No, no, no. the tape. Oh, anyway, so... Can you remind us how was your rock bottom? My rock bottom was not... I mean, well, my rock bottom was, uh, you know, it it was 2016, right? And um, I was hiding alcohol because I had gotten my doctor's report that I was on the verge of cirrhosis of the liver. Um, My eyes were yellow, so... I was not drinking at the house, but really I was. I was putting extract in my tea and Coke Zero and all of that. Um, But my husband found like a hidden bottle, which was very exciting to me, actually. I was like, holy shit. I didn't even remember hiding that. But anyway. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I he's like, I thought you weren't drinking. And I said, well, I'm I'm not, you know, as I sip my extract. Um, But uh He's like, okay. So I said, watch, I'll pour it in the toilet, right? So I went and I poured it and I said, see, and, you know, he was like, okay. And um, I was thinking about that vodka in that toilet and I didn't flush it, right? On purpose. But I woke up like sweaty in the night. You know, every time I would go to sleep around that time, I would just pray to wake up. So... That was that was that. But I woke up and I was sweating and nauseous. And luckily I had like a coffee mug next to the bed. And so I grabbed it and I um, crawled my way on the tile floor, trying not to break the mug to the guest bathroom, shaking. And I dipped it in the toilet and I drank vodka toilet water. And it was good. I I, I used to say mother's milk. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mine. Mine was similar in a situation that I thought I was sleeping. I wake up shaking, barely walking. It was, I would call it tremors. I definitely lost my balance. Made it, made it to my office, home office, and got a bottle of uh, Glen Ranch. Which uh, is scotch. Scotch. Yeah. And then... Tastes uh, like lemon or no? No, it's not. Uh, okay. You know, it has all these qualities that is the, the... Oh, the nose, the taste, the age, and oh, many things. But, you know, it did nothing to me that night. <laughs> okay. So I put it on the, uh, on the dog bowl because I could not hold the bottle straight to my mouth. I, my fear was that I would drop the bottle and it would shatter. So I drink it from the, uh, the entire bottle, from the dog bowl. And uh, I was able to stand up a little bit to sit on my chair. And then that was it. 
to finish it. That was, I don't know. I was, I was, well, I, I, the, the tremors went away when the moment that you start getting alcohol back with your right. system. But uh, I thought that I would fall asleep again. It was already six in the morning on a Monday. So three days later, I was uh, going to get me some help at some group meetings that I was uh, right. But first, not but first, you to went to have like a medical withdrawal. Okay. Yes, uh, during those. Uh, Three, four days under a different name, I ask for help and uh, they give me whatever medicine they do right. give you to keep them with drugs, but then you need to be careful on other aspects. And the same as uh, Elizabeth, you know, blood work came out too. Right. Uh, like, I mean, uh, right. it's a miracle that the light didn't explode. You know, it's, it was just absolutely horrendous. Oh, yeah. My, my, when I, I was telling Antonio, when I went into rehab, um, they took my blood. Well, I went to rehab in Tennessee. So um, after the vodka toilet incident and they take your blood and, and the lady checked it and she is like, whoa, you need to be in the hospital. And, you know, your blood alcohol level is blah, blah, blah. And I said, that is so normal. Like, I mm-hmm. just feel completely normal. Um Sure, I I probably drank like a bottle of whiskey that morning. I was in Tennessee, mm-hmm. you know, um, and uh, I said I'm fine. I can walk a line for you. I can I can do whatever. And she said, okay, you know, come on in. But I was under observation, and uh, yeah, so I wanted to leave right away. I didn't want to stay there because 24 hours kicked in and. It was a strange place with strange people, and I didn't like anybody. I had my Cookie Monster stuffed animal. Right. Paranoia. It's horrible. I was just holding my Cookie Monster stuffed animal, crying, and making up all these scenarios and reasons why I needed to leave. So I called my husband, and I told him, um, they're weird people here. They're going to rape me. This is not safe. It's dangerous. And I want to come home. And he said, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to go to rehab here in Houston? Like what? And I said, no, I'm going to come home and drink until I die. And it could be a while. I mean, it could take a few years, but that's my plan. I want to die drinking because I do not know how to live a life without it. And he, I don't know, you know, whatever. But um, the counselor came in like later that day and she asked me if I'd ever, you know, tried um, talking to other people who Mm -hmm. were also alcoholics. And and I said no. And she said that that's what she had done. And um, she got sober and is still sober. Right. And I really liked her. Uh, she got sober when she was 43, though. So I was only 41. So I thought I can still drink for two more years. But that wasn't the case. Yeah, it's interesting how to do the, the milestones of how we're drinking. You know, I say, if, if, well, if this guy drink when he was 55 and it took three days or, I mean, three years of recovery, right. I have another seven, eight years. 
I'd be fine. I, I, I think that I, we just need to, to go through uh, the, the steps of uh, slowly, you know, cut it down, you know. Cut just, it down, right. Just, so just, just do a Friday and, uh, and Saturday and then they'd be fine. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we are in this, uh, those years of the pandemic in my case. So I, you know, I'm working from home, so I, that, there's no need to, to worry about those things. So that, that, was, that was a bad deal altogether. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even think about that because I was already sober during the pandemic. Yeah, so it was, it was uh, very difficult. But my biggest concern was when, uh, or it was why Specs was closed. You know, it should be right. open. It's a, it's a health issue here. You know, it's a first responders thing. What are we going to do? So fear the first time was, you know, I had a stash, hopefully, of... Uh, I I have I, I was a prepper, so oh, wow. <laughs> there was no reason for me not to have alcohol. So that I had I had a stash just in case catastrophic happened, you know, hurricane or what say you, yeah. uh, flood. But yeah, you know, then this thing happened. I had my stash, and uh, yeah, there was there was no need for toilet paper. The most important thing is to keep that stash of alcohol uh, healthy, you know. So that was uh, that was interesting how. Uh, I was even thinking about a black market thing of well, I mean, right. selling it, you know. And so. we will have a prohibition episode yeah. for sure because it's yep, super interesting. There are so many things to talk about on this. So many this things book. to talk about. Um, and basically, we're just doing this for the 9 million alcoholics. Right. Um, and their family members. And then also all the addicts. We didn't even see how many addicts yeah, we there are. Yeah, not, not touch that one. But you just, the whole point is that you're not by yourself. There are people just like you were, two of them. Um, and we're crazy. We're funny. We're real. We're totally different and we vibe. Yes. And the, the thing that at some point will find out or you when we get the sober sobriety is that it's a new reality that the if you see the life in full color you smell everything which different. isn't always pleasant that is yeah absolutely that's yeah. the other thing you know that we may have start drinking to to avoid that but once that you see the an alternative to that reality we're not to, to the right the, the reality of things is that life sucks Oh well, and I don't when know. we I mean, well, well, maybe, maybe Antonio's maybe my sucks. life sucks. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I don't, but I mean, I, 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 there are a lot of things that have make it a lot more, a lot better. He's such a pessimist. Yes, I yes. am. They always right. have the cloud about me. Yeah, know. like Eeyore. That's the donkey. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see it every morning. Uh, on the, on the, you see uh, that see every, morning? every morning? Every morning. Why do you see Eeyore? On the mirror. No, he anyway. doesn't look like Eeyore. But anyway, anyway yeah. uh, the, the, the important thing is that there are better, better ways to present reality and to uh, to, right. to take it. And uh, it's, it's, it's a very interesting... It's a journey, it's a, right? It's yes. a journey. And then, but we just have, we just want to talk uh, to each other and to you guys and um, hopefully... You know, make a connection, right? Right. I remember the only thing I ever wanted in life was to order iced tea in a restaurant and mean it because I never meant it. I'll take an iced tea was like, if people weren't drinking, that sucked. Especially if it was dinner time. Like, right. what the fuck? I mean, am I allowed to say that? Yes, we can. Okay. Um, like, what? Come on, we're at a really nice restaurant. Why isn't everyone ordering wine, you know? Iced tea, fine. I'll take iced tea. Thank God I had the Ozarka bottle of vodka in of my course. purse. Of course. Thank we had. 
God for that. We, we had that. Oh, she's, you know. I will not trade in my sobriety for anything in my life. No, I, I would die. Right I would die for my sobriety. I, I can't. I can trade it off. So hopefully we can send that to you guys yeah. or, or, or you, you can be a reflection of ourselves on that thing. I will not trade my sobriety for anything. No. Absolutely. And we've got no like, way. We're going to do stories and challenges. Challenges, we're do, triumphs, funny uh, things. And, we're and very the, funny people. We're and then there have been a couple of tragedies and bad things happening. But yeah, certainly we, 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 we'll make it interesting and yeah. worth, worth of your time if you give us uh, 25 Absolutely. minutes. Absolutely. And we're commute. really excited, right? And it will be it will be uh, great to, for you to listen to us. And, yeah. and if not, you can go to another podcast, but you will come back. Oh, they will because they opened a tab. Yes. Ah, yeah. And the tab is open. It is open. All right. Well, not to toot my own horn, but I thought that was a pretty good episode. How about you, Antonio? Yes, it was great. We talked about a lot of interesting things, and I hope that uh, you like it. Me too, and I hope that you'll tune in next week for Intelligence on the Rocks. 